The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I'm not going to lie, it felt pretty good. Oh, yeah? It felt good. I mean, it had been a while, you know, since we'd done it. And, and we did a little bit over this last summer. Now, did you do anything, like, physical along with it? Like, did you do, like, your jumps and kicks and things? No jumps and kicks. No jumps and kicks that's what you really involved. have to practice for. Like, you're going to remember the words. I don't know. But you have to do, like, the physical stuff, too, without, like, being winded and embarrassing that's yourself. That's why I'm going to the gym again today. <laughs> that's, I'm going to be prepared for that. I will be able to do it. I can ride uh-huh. on adrenaline, but uh, it felt good to, you know, get back in the swing of things. I got to say. I'm, I'm starting to feel back it a little bit Back in the saddle? More. Back in the saddle, mm-hmm. if you were. Oh, God, that sounds old. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network oh. and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today, as usual. And uh, I do, I want to discuss, it's, it's been a while since we talked about this, some weird things that are going on. I'm not going to lie, Sarah. I'm a little bit stressed out lately. You seem a little discombobulated. A little discombobulated. Mm-hmm. For a few reasons. I mean, one is, you know, we're getting ready for the Portland Podcast Festival, which is happening on December 2nd at the Hawthorne Theater. It's coming up so fast. It's coming up very fast. Please pick up your tickets. I know a lot of people like to wait to pick up their tickets. Get your tickets now. PDXPodFestival.com. Pick those up. Go there right now, pdxpodfestival.com. How it can is, you support your local podcasting community and the local arts? Sarah, I was just wondering that myself. That's so funny let's that, go, you, let's that go I asked for a that through. to myself. Sarah, what, a, what can I do to help out local arts and podcasts? I enjoy podcasts. Oh, my gosh. And I enjoy arts, and I enjoy local things. What's something that I could do that would support all three of those? Well, the best thing that you can do is support local festivals and the like that are being put on in your community. Like, of course, there are lots in of— In my community? In your community. There are lots of different, um, you know, fests, if you were, if you will. There are, like, you know, uh, comic conventions and there are, you know, lots of, like, uh, shows to go and see, musical and otherwise. And then there are things that are unique— like a podcast festival. I mean, of course, there is nothing to compare this to because the city of Portland has not seen yet what a Portland podcast festival will be like. You do not want to miss the first one because they'll be like, all right, yeah, I'm coming to the second one. Like everyone's like, OK, you went to the second one, but you didn't go to the first one, the first one that really counts. And the first one is happening on Saturday, December 2nd. You won't want to miss it. It's going to be amazing. That sounds like so much fun. I would love to go. Yes. I, and we've kept it at an affordable price. Plus, uh, I have... Also designed these really super rad lanyards. Yeah, the lanyards are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are going to be um, – so when you get there, it's going to be like a festival. You get a lanyard. You get to go and listen to all the people talk about the things that they talk about, mill about, yep. maybe make some new friends. Or if you don't feel like talking to anybody, you just don't have to. You don't have to. It's not you required. You do whatever you want. The podcasts will do all the talking for you mm-hmm. if you prefer not to talk. But if you prefer to talk, you can do that too. So anyway, pdxpodfestival.com. Go there and get your tickets. You can also check out the Facebook page. It has lots of details. We've got fine sponsors like Small Town Brewing. Uh, new sponsors that actually just came on. Jane PDX. So Jane PDX is a marijuana dispensary Woo-hoo! that is going to be sponsoring the Stage 2. So we're that making that so announcement. awesome. It is really cool. So we have two stages at this thing. Uh, Small Town Brewing with uh, Not Your Father's Mountain Ale and Not Your Mother's Iced Tea is sponsoring Stage 1. Stage 2 is being sponsored by uh, the two different companies. So there's uh, Jane PDX, which is a marijuana dispensary, and they sell a product from a company called Sweet Cannabis. Sweet Cannabis makes 
the Toco uh, vape pens and cartridges. So you may have seen Toco vape pens before. Which I like because they're, they're like billed as like a, a, a tastefully fashioned. Yeah, they're all made in, uh, in Portland. Mm-hmm. It's all from Oregon cannabis. No, because that's what we want to do. We want to keep this local. And, and that's why we're super excited to have them on. Yeah. And so, uh, so th- we are really excited to have them uh, on there. So they're presenting the uh, Toco stage brought to you by Jane, I believe is what their final name is going to be for that one. But so, yeah, they're going to be on the second stage. It is going to be really cool. We're really excited to have them on board. It's just, it's just going to be a really fun event. Um, so come on down. But one of the things, though, that's going to be happening, this is what I'm talking about, is uh, Courage. Shall be playing. No, oh. courage. Now, if someone doesn't full. know what courage is. Why don't you explain it? Courage is hard to explain. It's best seen rather than explained. But you can go to couragemusic.com. So, I'll give the actual backstory. Courage is the band that I've had that I've been in for. Gosh, we were trying to think about this. It's been like it's been a long time. It's been like it's since two thousand one or two. Wow, I think is when we first started. And it started because back in your younger days, back in my younger days, when I was in, uh, I was in a more serious alternative metal band. I guess you would call it. I don't Wait, know. What was it called? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I remember it's a um, the band I was in before. Distracted. Distracted. That's oh what it was. God, I was in a band called I know, Distracted. I you, yeah, um, wax philosophically about all oh, the days not that you were much. in the band. We oh, did. You were such a bad boy with your feelings. There are pictures out there where we did the band photos. And so the band, it consisted of myself, um, uh, Gavin, um, you know, my, my best friend since five, Gavin, and then Stone Brooks and, uh, and our other friend, Ario, who I just saw Ario over the weekend. He was at your Siren Nation. I know. I, saw, I was so, yeah. like, discombobulated. Sorry, I said discombobulated again, but that's exactly how I felt. I was out of sorts. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, God. Because I saw him. And I was like, hi. And that was right after I'd finished the panel. I'm like, I just want to get the get yeah. out of here. I'm freaking out. Okay, yeah. bye-bye. Yeah, Ario's still in town here. And um, anyway, so we had this band called Distracted. And we, we played around, you know, a lot around Portland. And recorded an album, put out an album, did all that. And then Ario decided he wanted to go on and do other things. And so Stone and Gavin and I were all practicing, keeping Distracted going. And we started joking around in our practice studio writing up these fake, basically, butt rock songs. Uh-huh. I think Mullets in Love was the first one that we wrote. And we were like, oh, that's, that's pretty fun. Let's write another one. And so we just kept writing all these weirder and, like, like uh, you know, just straight up, like, 80s butt rock songs. And we were writing all these until eventually we were having so much fun with it. We're like, we need to do something with this. Mm-hmm. Like, so we had this concert already, this show already scheduled. And since we were kind of doing the booking, we were like, what if we opened up for ourselves? And so we had Distracted open up the show, and then another band played, and then we came back out. And we're like, this is only our friends are going to get a kick out of this. Like, nobody else is going to like this. And we dressed up in basically Spinal Tap-like and dressed up in our full stuff. It's like Dollar Store Spinal Tap. Dollar Store Spinal Tap, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I like yeah. it. The music is top-notch. The music is really good. And because, A, the Stone and Gavin are actually incredible musicians. And I, you know, sing and, and the dancing monkey up front. And so... So we did this, and we we did the show, and we had so much fun with it, and everybody else was having fun with it because it's just so silly that uh, that people people were into it, and we were like, you know what, this is way more fun than distracted. So in distracted, like, did you make jokes, or were you just like super serious? Uh, I didn't you make a lot of jokes. Super serious, not like, super serious. This one I mean, goes out to my bitch of an ex girlfriend. <laughs> no, you know I, who you are. I can tell you, I never said that on stage. But I did have a song about an ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. I had a song about an ex-girlfriend. You know, I think it was the only song that I, I sang solo in Distracted was about an ex-girlfriend. You sang it solo? Oh, yeah. God. D- give me a couple of the lyrics. No, I'm not going to. You, I, oh, I remember, remember all of them. You remember all of them? 
Just give me the chorus. Give me the chorus. I don't remember all of them. I don't remember all of them. The song was called. Oh, no, I'm not. Uh, mm-hmm. No. It's called Anxiety. <laughs> it wasn't a bad song. There's worse songs well, out I, there. Just give me like a line from it so that I know. No, I've already given you enough. That's you fine. You just gave me one word. Yes. The song was called Anxiety. It's recorded. There is a recorded version out there. I have albums and shirts at home from Distracted. Why don't you just, right, well, people can hear it anyway. Why don't we just hear it from? It's not out there publicly anywhere. Okay, well, why the music really me... isn't bad. It's really not bad. It's I, not know, like so I know that it wouldn't be bad. You're not a bad musician. So why don't you give me a lyric from it? Anxiety. There. There's one of the lyrics. That is, that's a word. That's not a lyric. <laughs> no. Greg, come uh, no, on. No, I am not. Honestly, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want, I don't want to. Because it feels weird saying it. I, yes, I, it you know was what fun. feels weird is putting yourself out there every day. And sometimes- Distracted probably is on Bandcamp. It probably was on Bandcamp at the time. I mean, we we did, yeah. Like I said, we had we had an album and all that stuff, but not that that's you know a huge accomplishment. But we did we did record these things. Um, Keelan is asking, is it spelled in an edgy way? It was a lowercase d, distracted. So there was no capital D in the beginning of it. It was lowercase for the whole, whole entire thing. Anyway. It was it was fun, and we did. We, 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 I did have a lot of fun in that band. Anyway, courage happened. All right, this is like those are the two like hardest things to like look for on the internet. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, the phrase distracted and the phrase anxiety. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's not like we had like a um, a video to any of that or anything. There are definitely some pictures, some pictures out there, some band photos of us looking like tough guys up at um, what's the Castle Park in Portland. That's not I the can't name find of it. distracted, but I found Johnny and the Distractions. Johnny and the, oh, I'm sure there's other distraction bands mm-hmm. out there. I'm sure somebody's probably taking the name Distracted at this point too. I mean, it's not like we were holding on to it. Anyway, that's where we came from. Did you have a song called Mister Wrong? No, no, huh? Okay, no, no. I God, I honestly, I would struggle to remember all the other words or all the other songs. Um, some of them were were pretty good. Gavin was mainly the singer of that band. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, just give uh, one lyric, Greg. People wait a are listen- somebody just fine. Distracted what? band camp. No, that's probably not it. Let me pull it up. Uh, nope. Looks like somebody else already. Yeah, you Ooh. brought it up, Greg. It's being said. You can't just bring something up and not give the people what they want. I I brought it up as a segue to what I was trying to talk about, which is courage. That's what I'm trying to talk about. That was I was giving the origin story. You asked for the origin story, so I was giving you the actual origin story in case people didn't know what it was. I'm no, I'm not going to sing it right now. I don't, and I don't remember how it would all go anyway. Well, I don't need you to sing it. I just just say one of the lyrics. I've got to find my way back home. That was really aggressive. Because you, <laughs> I don't sing it like that, but that's what it is. <sighs> now there are lots of like trance bands named. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of bands that picked up distracted. Oh yeah, I mean it's a. I don't know if there were other ones at the time that we took it, but that we had it. I'm sure there was probably somewhere else there. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like there's other Courage bands, although they didn't snag the URL, suckers. So uh, Courage is what came out of that, is what oh, came out of Distracted. You should taunt them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and so we we recorded three albums. We toured around a lot more than Distracted ever did around the Northwest and played a lot of shows, had a lot of stuff lined up. Band broke up, you know, after about, I don't know, four, three years. I don't know. 
I'm, no, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking a lot. Anyway, about three or three or four years, band broke up. Uh, Drummer Stone moved to Virginia. Gavin moved to Alaska, then New York, and then back to Alaska. But every few years or so, we would fi- figure out an excuse to get back together and play. And because we had we had surprisingly a pretty dedicated following, there's there's not much else out there that's quite like Courage. After we came out, then like the darkness came out and like Steel Panther and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which if we just continued playing, we had them be. But anyway, uh, so st- they they came out. So it's it's a, a little bit along those lines. But we've been doing it longer, and we are performing at the Portland Podcast Festival. Oh, so that's awesome! Stone came over yesterday, and Stone has since moved back to Portland. In the band, his name is Murky Bongwater, and Murky came over. We set up the drums. We got some practice going. Gavin will be flying down from Alaska, aka Billy Bob Courage. In a week and a half. Oh, my God. And then intense practice gets going, and we'll be ready for the show. It is a lot of physical effort for the show, though. Like, I I go balls to the wall for an hour. What, what, are, what are you looking I'm at? Excited. Yeah, know. I'm, I'm no, excited. I know. I'm excited, too. I'm, just, I'm, I'm excited for you. I was just trying to gauge to see if you were, like, nervous. I'm not – no, I, I feel good about it. I mean, I, we need some practice for sure. And I'm I, my problem is always remembering the lyrics because it's a lot of lyrics and I you know sing them once every five years. Mm-hmm. So except for we did that little thing this summer, which you actually did. helped out. That's that's yeah. helping out. So that helped out a lot with with remembering it. Have you been practicing your backflip thing that you did? I'll be able to do the backflip. Okay, I'm not worried about that one. Okay, I'm more worried about getting winded, like running around on stage and not being able to sing all of the lyrics correctly. So not I'm only, out of breath. That's true because we've been kind of stressed out about all the behind-the-scenes stuff because we have, like, meetings every day trying to get everything in order. And, you know, and I'm just worried about doing, like, our show. But you're doing, like, a whole musical act after that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be on stage Whereas I get to go, like, mix and mingle, you're going to be, like, up there winded and running around and singing rock songs. Yep. Which I love. So I'm very excited about it. I just got to make sure that I still have the energy at the end of the night to to do it justice. Oh, Which is why we want people there. Come out to this show. It is I guarantee you will have a fun time at this thing. We have we have fun. If it's if you're not laughing with us, you'll laugh at us. Mm-hmm. That's what'll happen. And the music genuinely is good. It's couragemusic.com. You can I've only like heard the High Pets um, like recordings. I've never seen them perform live. Yeah, the High Pets so is excited. the other band. Yeah. So this is all after the podcasts are done. Then we have the two bands. So the High Pets is Gavin's other band uh, with his wife Becky up in Alaska, and they're actually flying down to play this. They just opened up for Bush. Like Bush is still that is so touring, awesome. and they won a whole contest. And Glycerine is still an amazing song. It is, yeah. So the High Pets, yeah, they just opened up for Bush at like the Alaska Airlines Arena or something, some big. It was That's a big awesome. ass show, yeah, up in Anchorage. And so uh, they're gonna they're coming down. They're gonna be playing a set, and then Courage will go on. So and Becky is an amazing singer. Like they they rock. So it's it's going to be fun. It's, that's why it's just a whole night of entertainment. That's why we really want people to come out and, and hang out with us and just enjoy the night. Just right, have well, a have fun you been night. able to like be getting any rest? Because I know like no, <laughs> okay, no, no. Because I know you when you start to get worked up, like because I can hear like the million miles an hour that you're talking right now, and then yeah. I'm like, all right, don't get yourself sick. First of all, I know so I'm not going to be able to do this. No, and you're right because I remember the last time I did get sick, and I I do not want to get sick. I definitely don't want to get sick. Um. So I'll, I'm going to try to make sure of that. But yeah, no, I just – anytime we have these events – and again, this, I'm not – I don't know, just behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know if people care about this or not. Like it is 
it is stressful because you're looking at ticket sales and you're looking at, well, okay, we got to eat this thing, this thing, this thing. And we've got a great team. It's Sarah and I and Jason. Uh, Kenny B is coming in and helping too. And then we've got a whole uh, volunteers that are going to help. If you're interested in volunteering, we may still actually need some more help. So feel free to email us and let us know. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot of things that you think about and then it's hard to, okay, just trust it. It's going to be fine. People are going to, it's going to be fine. I know. It's hard to calm yourself back down. Well, it is hard to calm yourself because you don't know for sure. Like people there's are like, so oh yeah, unknowns. I'm totally going to go. And, it, and then you're like, all right, are you going to go? Or are you actually just saying that? Are you saying that to like appease me? Because mm-hmm. I'll remember if you say that you're going to go and then you don't show up and then that's going to suck. And then I'm like, where? <laughs> okay. Sarah remembers. Pepperidge <laughs> <laughs> Farm remembers. <laughs> yeah. So I've been trying to fi- figure out ways to to relax a little bit more, but I've got two things. That was that reminds me. There's two things I wanted to two bring relaxing up. masturbation jokes. <laughs> oh God! Oh Jesus! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm not doing like my I've been trying to think of ways to relax a little <laughs> as, bit more. As Mike says in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com/slash/live. Greg is such a calm person normally. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I not do have a strong big, whatsoever. I do have a real problem figuring out how to relax. It is very difficult for me. Um, which is not a good thing. So anyway, so I've been trying to figure out that. And I'm trying to work on ways to relax. And the one thing that I have found, like some this weird thing to focus my energy every now and then, is I've talked about it before, is trying to research the history of my house. Like it's just a silly thing that I'm, I'm like, I'm going to do this. So I'm accomplishing something, but really in the end, it doesn't matter if what the time frame is. Mm-hmm. So I've been going down to the... County courthouse here, and the only way you can know this is my house is from 1907, and the only way you can find out the owners, because I want to find out the name of the person who built my house originally. Yes. And And you've been trying to find this out for a while. I've been trying to find this out for a while, and the only way you can do it is you have to go through the scanned, handwritten documents. I I think it's anything pre, like, gosh, I don't know, 70-something the late 70s, is so handwritten. Like be able to figure out someone's handwriting. Yeah, you have to figure out whoever this the county clerk was that was writing this in, that person's handwriting, and because they wrote in handwritten names of everybody who purchased and sold the property. So there's two records. There's one for the purchaser and one for the seller. So you can search by either person's name, but you're going through these scanned documents, and so the only way you find out is you find out who bought the house in what year? Like somebody bought the house in 1986. I have the name of the person that they bought it from, but I don't know what year that person bought it. Okay. So then you got to go by year by year all the way back. So every is this going to be like something that you'll actually be able to accomplish? Well, so here's the problem right now. I'm stuck in about 1963 to 65. Greg is stuck in 1963. I'm stuck there because of the fact that it turns out the city of Portland's records are screwed up. They scanned them in wrong, and I guess nobody knew that. Because I, I brought, you know, I got, I got my, my ladies that work down there that help me out. And the, the ladies at the record office like me. And by the way, they are all very nice people there. And so this, I told, brought the lady over because I'm looking at the computer. I'm like, this is, this is wrong. Like it's jumping like a year and two at a time. She's like, oh, yeah, that's weird. No one's ever told us about that before. I'm like, so no one's ever actually gone back and done this or research these things. So, oh, wow. So. So you're already feeling a little special. No, not special, meaning um, they're screwed up. And so I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through, which is why I was going to ask. I'm going to ask. Courtney says, have you tried looking at national census records? No, I have not. Thank you for that tip, because that's what I was going to ask for is, is tips on how to do this. But I'm stuck on this name. So I know who bought who who owned the house, but I don't know what year they bought the house. Okay. 
And the person's name is Harold J. Bushu. B-U-S-C-H-U-E. Have you looked it up at all? I've tried to. And this person owned a bunch of houses in Portland. They bought them, like, all at the same time, the this, this same guy. So he must have been, like, a real estate developer. I don't know. But there's a whole bunch of different houses he bought in this range, but I haven't been able to find mine. And so until I can find mine, I don't know who he bought the house from. And that's hmm. the next link that I need. I need to know who he bought my house from. So that's that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm looking at this with Bush Hughes. Was he married to an Anna? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's All his right. wife. Yeah. So it's uh, Harold and Anna Bushu. B-U-S-C-H-U-E. They hmm. were, you know, uh, obviously this is the mid-60s, so I, I highly, I'm going to guess this person may not be around anymore. I don't know. You know, maybe they are. Maybe somebody's related to them. But that's where I'm Well, this one that I'm, I'm seeing with the Bush Hughes, it seems like it was from the 40s. So maybe they've been buying stuff for years. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's that, there's the that's the two names, Harold and Anna Bushu. So it's weird. Like some of these, some of the people that I've looked up, I've been able to find out information about them. And like I said on a, a previous episode, a lot of crime apparently. A lot of felons uh, owned my house. Oh gosh, is this another felon family? I no, I have no idea. I'm not accusing <laughs> the Bushus of anything. I don't know anything about them. So other than that, they owned a bunch of property. Uh, Edward's asking, can someone use this information to find your address? If somebody really wants to, they can probably figure it out anyway. Please don't. I mean, if you've listened, yeah. Please please don't come by my house, but I mean, you know, it's – I'm sure you could probably figure it out. That's not a challenge to anyone. Mm -hmm. Please don't come by my house. Yeah. Uh, It's not challenging you. No, I'm I'm not. Um, But yeah, so that's that's where we're – that's where I'm at right now. So I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Tony says early PDX slumlords. Could have been. I don't know. I don't know anything about these people. But if anybody has suggestions, Courtney, I will take that suggestion. All right. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Because if you're just stuck on like a handwritten piece of paper and they, a they're not used to people doing this, then. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. It's like a handwritten piece of paper just from – of somebody who – the county clerk who logged in the names. Wow. So you can tell too by when it changed by how bad – like how the handwriting is. It's like what year – well, oh, yeah, that's a different clerk's handwriting because it, it's either more, more or less legible. Mm-hmm. But they all look the exact same. I'm in a real unleg- illegible section. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty good at reading some pretty bad handwriting. I've gotten to – I read your handwriting and your handwriting My handwriting's pretty, pretty terrible. I've, I've gotten used to this person's writing now because I've looked over page after page after page of them. So I think I can figure it out. But we'll, we'll see what, whatever it is. Um, all right. The so, other thing I was going to talk about. Yeah. This is just a weird what's going on in Greg's weird head day. I, I like it. So because I've been stressed out, I've had some more weird dreams coming back. Mm-hmm. And there was one I had the other night that I actually – I woke up in the middle of it and I've realized when I did that I normally don't wake up in the middle of this dream, but it's a recurring one. It's one that I've had a lot. And anytime and, – and once like I woke up out of it, like I remembered the other times that I've had the dream. Mm-hmm. I remembered I, that I've had the dream before. I don't have the same dreams, but I have the same locations in my dreams that don't really exist except for in that particular world. Well, this is kind of like that mm. because there's there's a few different locations that I've had before. But this one, this one I've had real vivid dreams about many times. And it's – so I'll try to explain what it is and maybe you can help me out because there's a few, a few key things that I'm not quite sure what to do, what to do with. Okay. And uh, so the way it is, is it's me. I'm like an older version, like an, like an older person than I am now. I feel like, like I'm in how, my – How much older? Like 60s. 
I feel like when I'm in it, like I'm like I'm an older person. Like, how do you know you're older? I just know. I just know I am. Like, are you wrinkly? Like, do you look at your hands and they're like wrinklier or? No, I just, just know. know. Okay, so it's kind of in the future somewhere. I don't know. That, but that's the thing. It's not really in the future. So when I go into this building, it's like a big uh, office, like a very open, high ceiling, like office kind of building, like maybe an old warehouse that's been converted into offices. And so there's, there's multiple stories on this thing. And I walk in and I walk into this place and I have a shop. So in my shop, there are like, um, there's not many, very many people in there. It's probably maybe, I don't know, 50 feet long this shop that I walk into and I've mm-hmm. got an office in the back and there's like little, uh, like drafting tables kind of like almost like, oh, a, so it's like a workshop, kind, kind of, of like a work workshop. And I go in there and then uh, I walk through this place and I know what it is. I go back to my office and I, I hang out in my office and it's just like, okay, yeah, this is, this is my workshop. Mm-hmm. And then from there I leave and I go upstairs in this building and the interior is all white. It's like painted white. And I go up these stairs and I go through this other office. There's always a secretary right there. And I go and, – and I walk through there and I have an apartment in this building. Okay. So this is upstairs above my shop through the receptionist area. I've got a – I've got a like a, kind of a secret apartment in the back. Ew, like a serial killer? I don't know. And That's so I walk into this apartment. That's where serial killers live is in secret apartments in like warehouses. Yeah. And I, I walk into this apartment and I know it's not like my primary residence but I stay there sometimes. And it's small, but it's kind of kind of comfy. There's like a little dining room, and there's a balcony with a window that overlooks outside. But I never really see outside. I never, I don't ever actually go over to the balcony. But the thing is, the key thing, that's the weird thing, and again, this is recurring. Like I've had this dream many, many times. There's a stairway that goes up to another little room upstairs, and I'm always scared of it. That's weird. I have one, but it goes to a basement. Really? Mm-hmm. The same stairs. I have like this this spiral stairway that kind of goes down, and I yeah. know that I'm in the basement, and there's like a sub-basement that I don't go down into. This one, like the upstairs, and I, I know what's up there, but I don't like going up there. Um, and I, I will, in my dream, I'll have people over to my apartment sometimes, and I don't ever, I, I consistently don't want them to know that I'm scared of it, because what's up there. Is another, and again, you know, I'm kind of an older guy, but there's a much, much older person that lives up there. And so I go upstairs, and he's there sometimes, and he's not. And in my dream, I'm never sure if he's there or not, or if he's even real or not. Does this make sense? Not really, but okay. keep going. So I'm talking to the other people that are there, you know, my, my guests. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything about what's upstairs. But sometimes there's somebody up there, and sometimes there's not. But I'm the only one that ever sees this person. Okay. So when I go up there, it scares me. But I'll go up there because I don't want other people to know that I'm scared. And then sometimes there's an old guy that's in a rocking chair that's up there. So it's like you facing your fears because you're afraid of losing – like you want to save face in front of other people. Yeah, I don't want them so to know that I'm doing, scared. Exactly. So it's not you doing it for yourself. It's you doing it for the sake of other people so that you, they so that you they perceive you to be braver than you are. Yeah, because I don't I do not like going up there by myself when I go to this place. Mm-hmm. When when I'm in the apartment, I do not like going upstairs. Like that's you just I don't want to. Hmm. But yeah, but I don't want anybody else to know I'm afraid. So I don't know. I don't know what any of that means. And that's the same one And that it's you've a been recurring having? dream all the time and I'm always afraid of what Does is, the old man look like anybody? His back's always to me. He's, rock, in his he's in his rocking chair. So the window, he's facing the window Like every side. horror movie ever. Like every horror movie ever. Yeah. And it's like, it's a, a very 
thin room up there, like a thin, I don't know, it's it's a very narrow room. That would probably be a better way. Mm-hmm. Narrow room and there's like kind of closet space on each side and there's like a lot of clothes and it's kind of cluttered and it's just this guy in his rocking chair with his back to me and I'm scared of this guy. Is he moving or not? He's rocking. Ew. He's like old, like looks yeah, like seems 80s. Like you, you have watched too many horror movies because that's like – Basically, in every horror movie, at least that there's some sort of old person or insinuated old person, there's going to be a rocking chair with the back. And yeah. either it's moving or it's not, and you think they're alive or they're not. Yeah. But sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. Sometimes he's not there. Hmm. Like sometimes there's just nothing in there. So maybe that attic represents the attic, the converted attic that you live in in Southeast Portland. Uh. And sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. Because I'm sure that, you know, sometimes are worse than others. So maybe at the points of stress, when you do know that he's there, that's when you're freaking out. Because isn't this the time of year that, like, she yeah, gets like all weird anyway? Yeah. yeah, she gets really weird in mm-hmm. my house. Hmm. Uh, Vicky is saying, if you ever read The Telltale Hearts, did you kill the old man? I did not kill the old man. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm confident I have not killed an old man. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, I can't say for 100%, I suppose. Maybe a, an accident, but nef- definitely not on there purpose. There are chain reactions to things. Maybe Perhaps one there's of chain, your actions chain led reactions. to the death of this old man who's sitting in your attic attic. Yeah. There are uh, more questions that are coming through. Uh, let's see. Uh, Edward says, I think Greg has a fear of his converted attic bedroom, which I do live in a converted attic. So mm, there, are weird, there are weird things that happen up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike S. Uh, is his heart under the floorboards? That must be a telltale heart one. Uh, someone's attractive cousin. Again, I'm reading everybody here in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Uh, what if the old man represents Greg's self-image? Has Greg asked him his opinion of scrimp? God damn it, I hate scrimps. I hate that term. Oh, let's go get some scrimps. Yeah, stop saying that. You know what I like? I like my scrimps covered in butter. <laughs> Gross. Stop mm-hmm. saying the word scrimps. Butter is scrimps. Uh <laughs> There, there, uh, there's a lot of speculation coming through here in this hmm. chat. Well, send send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail dot com if you have you have some ideas of what all this could mean. But it was just weird for me to wake up in the middle of it and realize, like, oh shit, I've had this dream so many times, and I've never actually like. Are you sure that you've had it so many times, yeah. or is that something that you think in your dream that happened? No, hundred percent. I've had it so many times. Okay, and I just like brush it off, or I don't really recall it that much when I wake up. But since I woke up in the middle of it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I've had this a lot. And there's more parts to it that I'm not even going to get into. There's there's other places I go in it. but Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have lots of houses where I do, like, I have the stairways, but it's always, like, going, like, like the, the, like the further down I go is mm-hmm. scarier. It's never going upstairs. Like, that's not – that doesn't freak me out. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But they're always, like, yeah, secret rooms and different things yeah. that I'm not supposed to go into. I've had repeat locations, but never the same actual dream. Like, I'll be like, oh, this is that place that I know Uh that I don't really know from where, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, since we've gone into your mind for the crazy, should we go into my world of crazy? Yes, let's do some world of crazy. Okay. Woo! I'm really liking this music. Yeah, it works. I know, because I wanted to make sure it had, like, the buildup so I could do it. I think I was supposed to say it by now. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. See, I even missed the post, and I still like it. Yeah, I did, Greg. I already acknowledged that. You don't need to keep bringing it up. All right, first up, got a couple stories from abroad. From from some broad? 
No, I meant from places oh. not in the United States of okay. America. No, I'm sorry. That's all right. First, uh, first we travel to New Zealand. This is why other places are so much Zealand. more so much different than America. Because we have all these, like, you know, her, like, I mean, I, it's so hard for me to find, like, fun American stories to put in World of Crazy because they all just end poorly. So let's go to New Zealand for a story that does not sure. end poorly. New Zealand police were concerned this past week after they had to pull over a man because he was driving his vehicle while playing the bagpipes. Sergeant Bryce huh. Johnson said the driver didn't have their hands on the wheel at the time and he was clearly playing an instrument while driving the car. This is cause for concern. Seems unnecessarily complicated. Says the New Zealand Herald. Uh, Johnson added when he saw him playing, he said his fingers were going a million miles an hour. Million miles an hour. However, the driver denied the allegations and said, no, no, no. I wasn't playing real bagpipes. I was playing air bagpipes. Oh. This is the, this is the conflict in, in New Zealand, by the way. Air, wait, air bagpipes? I don't. So he was just pretending? So they weren't actual bagpipes in his. Yes. I'm so confused. All okay. right. However, Sergeant Johnson rebutted by saying, no, no, no. I'm, sir, I'm sure that this, I saw a black type bagpipe instrument. He's like New Zealand Dikembe Mutombos, or how is this? Uh, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. He was heard, no, no, no. No. Not on my watch. Don't do that right there. Um,. Yeah, so then he said that Not he was confident ass. that he had seen the gentleman playing bagpipes, which might have been bagpipes, could have been a clarinet. Well, the driver... There's definitely some kind of pipe in there. ...was let off without a warning. He was able to get away with it, so they must have been airbag pipes. Who's to say? Who's to say? Sergeant Johnson never I clarified. Don't, I'm so confused. <laughs> Were there bagpipes in the car or not? Well, he said that he Where thought he was playing... Where did you find story? It's from the New Zealand Herald. <laughs> so the sergeant, Sergeant Johnson, New Zealand sergeant, Sergeant Johnson, said the driver didn't have his hands on the wheel and he was playing an instrument while driving the car and his fingers were going a million miles an hour playing the bagpipes. The driver said he was just playing air bagpipes. Then the sergeant rebutted by saying, no, I saw you playing bag bagpipes. But there would be bagpipes in the car. They're, the driver they're was pretty left hard out to without hide. a warning. Um, so... Like, where, no word on whether or not they actually them? found bagpipes. Well, Sergeant it's like Johnson, a Monty Python sketch or something. Like, Sergeant Johnson said police were on the lookout sure for people driving while using their mobile phones. But then that's when he saw him playing the air bagpipes, real bagpipes, no bagpipes. The world will never know. So well, Sergeant, I think it's pretty clear. If there are no bagpipes, he was not playing bagpipes. Sergeant Johnson def- deflecting his ineptitude, ineptitude by, you know, Thinking that people are playing bagpipes while they're driving, says, uh, We're concerned with the amount of drivers using mobile phones while driving. It is not a good idea. And he completely abandoned the whole, like, bagpipes argue argument. No, no, no. Not my ass. No, no, no. No bagpipe playing in my watch. No, no, no. All right. Driving incidents take two from abroad. <laughs> I'm not calling myself abroad. I'm saying from... Overseas, but I am telling you the story. To Sweden we go. Oh, to Sweden. Are we going to do a Swedish accent now? Is this what? Mm. See if we get offend Sweden. This seems like something that was. Uh, it's just like cliche stories from our New Zealand bagpipes, and now we go to Swedish meatballs. <laughs> oh, they're delicious! Oh my gosh, so good! 
Have you ever had the IKEA meatballs? Yes. There. That's the only reason to go to IKEA. I hate IKEA. IKEA is fine. If you need it to buy is, something, you have to buy it. It is a nightmare. It is a nightmare. Oh, they not, don't let you go. They trap you, and then you can't get out of there. It is what it is. When you're on a budget, it and you need to buy what some stuff. It is what it is. You know. Well, I'm not saying I haven't been stuff. to one, but I'm saying I hate it. We don't all have the rich tastes of Sarah Dillon. What? Where I find things on the street? Yes. <laughs> if you're, if you don't. <laughs> If you can't afford custom made, but you're just above dumpster diving, go to Ikea. Anyway, a massive meatball incident was responsible for closing a Swedish road in in Sweden. So this happened on the 15th of November along the Skara Lundsbrunn Road in southwest Sweden. When icy evening, evening conditions meant that the trailer of a truck skidded into a ditch... Spilling its meatball mountain onto the roadway. It's just meatballs. Yes, it was reported it spilled its meatball mountain. Well, that's how they described it, too. Seems like it's turning into a porn or something. Not, why is a meatball mountain a porn? Well, the truck, or as they call it in Sweden, the lorry itself remained on the road, but the meatballs flew out of the truck and onto the roadway. Oh. Oh, onto the carriageway. What's the sauce? The lindenberry or something? Or? I don't know. God, it's good. Lindenberry, I think. So nobody was injured in the accident. They were able to clear the meatballs from the roadway. It did cause quite the traffic kerfuffle, though, as they were cleaning the meatballs up. What a delicious accident. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm probably going to go get meatballs after this. That sounds good. All right, and here we come to America. In Maryland, police say that they finally have caught a woman they dubbed the Hamburglar, because there's no creativity left anywhere, who decided to crawl through a McDonald's drive-thru window to burglarize the eatery, steal Happy Meals toys, and get herself a soda. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So this is in Howard County, Maryland. Uh, the police department there posted a photo to, or, excuse me, a video to Facebook showing a woman climbing into the drive-through window of the McDonald's. Say McDonald's. McDonald's, helping herself to a beverage, some food, fourteen hundred dollars from the cash register. Wouldn't you think they cleaned that thing out? That's a lot of money in a McDonald's cash that register. That is a lot. Also, she was able to crawl through the drive-through. Where was the drive-through clerk? I don't know. I mean, how do you get in that quick? This must be a an agile Sometimes woman. Sometimes people take breaks. I mean, I that mean, would be a, an accomplishment. So well, she jumped I've out of her the car video. window. She doesn't look that agile. I think she just really, really wanted some money and a soda. Where's the video of this? Uh, I don't know. Look up Maryland Hamburglar. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, she took $1,400 from the cash register and some Happy Meal toys. So police say the woman who pulled up her hood in an attempt to hide her identity only after her face had already been shown on video. Real... Real thinker there. Well, ain't me. I didn't do it. Was able to open the drive-thru window by pushing on it as it had been left unlocked. That's how great. Oh, so it was closed. Okay, it was closed. It was yeah. closed, but somebody left the money in the Wait, till. Wait, yeah, so somebody, yeah, left the money in the till? Yeah, you don't leave the money in the till. And unlocked. Right. Well, investigators say the video led to multiple tips. Wow, so she's not liked very much. Many, many people reported this woman as the hamburger. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Susie. She's been doing uh, this a lot. Jessica Marie Cross. Jessica, okay. Jessica Marie, 27 years old, of Springdale. Well, local police dubbed her the Hamburglar. While police say they have contacted Cross and she agreed to turn herself in. 
She arrived at police headquarters and was charged with burglary and theft. So uh, now that I understand it's closed, can you tell me what else it is that she got? Like she got food She got too? Happy Meal toys. No, she took Happy Meal toys, a soda, and $1,400 from the till. Okay. She just wanted a soda. Okay. Well, I guess there really is. They probably don't leave food out. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering. That's yeah, what I was trying to understand. But she stole the Happy Meal toys, which I don't know what like how what the caliber of Happy Meal toys are now. I don't know. You know, as a kid, they were a big deal. They were a huge deal. I remember like when Garfield had one for a while. And, like, yeah, it I was, remember getting like a it was grim- always a big deal to go to. It McDonald's. was yeah. because they were like I remember just thinking they were the coolest toys because they always seemed really mm-hmm. well made, even though they probably weren't. I don't know. They seemed awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's that. Was that your stomach? I don't know. Was that me or that, you? That was not me. Was that me? Did you guys hear that? That was Greg's stomach growling. Wow, that was weird. Did you eat? Yeah, I did, actually. I actually did eat today. Weird. Uh, huh. Maybe was... your body isn't used to you consuming food. Perhaps. No, I had pizza yesterday. Stone bought pizza. Pizza's delicious. Pizza is delicious. All right, got a couple more stories here. So we're just I'm just ramping up the classy. So we started in New Zealand. Let's do it. Um, with the bagpipes, meatballs in Sweden, Maryland with uh, stolen sodas and Happy Meal toys. Now we go to Florida. A Florida woman <laughs> is accused. Can I say something really quick? Yes. Uh, just back to the the hamburger. So there is video, and uh, she walks with her face clearly in front of the camera for half of it, and then when she turns her back, it's like she puts her hood up as though that's going to cover her face from it. She's getting away with it. Um, and then her pants start falling down. Oh. I, I don't feel bad for the hamburger woman. I'm, just, hamburger I'm not going to feel bad for her sweats falling down when she's... Okay. Well, then that's your prerogative. You yep. don't have to feel sorry I'm a heartless for bastard. All right. So now we travel to Florida, where a Florida woman has been accused of spitting at her father and throwing an electric toothbrush at a deputy. <laughs> uh, she was arrested. This case, so it's been a case that's been ongoing. They've just been able to arrest her. What? So the case began in, uh, let's see, mid-October. When uh, Indian River County Sheriff's deputies went to an address where a man said his daughter, 19-year-old Shitapple Anjali Santiago, was out of control. Now, Santiago's father was on the porch, and he said his daughter was yelling and wouldn't leave. She doesn't typically live there, but had stayed overnight because she didn't have anywhere to go. Deputies say Santiago came to the front door and spit in her father's face. Oh, boy. <laughs> when investigators tried to arrest her— Spitters are— that's a special kind of person. Spitters are a special kind they're, of they're person. They're kind of gross. I'm not friends with a lot of spitters. No. Am I friends with any spitters? Well, I'm friends with, like, I, I can recall, I can think of one spitter I know. But they're not, like, I think like it's more of a... Like constant, and then also <laughs> just people that spit on other people. That's I think this, the spitter that I know is just more of a tick. Yeah, see, but that's a bad that tick. You know, you gotta, you gotta change that. You gotta fix that. Yeah. Sorry. All right. So, uh, yeah, so Santiago came out spitting her father's face when the investigators tried to arrest her. Uh, for some reason, she had her toothbrush in her hand, and she threw her electric toothbrush at the deputy, striking him in the middle of the back. That is really not a smart idea. Yeah. Um, uh, and then it, for some reason, goes on to explain exactly what an electric toothbrush is. Would you like to know? Oh, I mean, I have an electric toothbrush. An electric toothbrush is a toothbrush powered by electricity. <laughs> According to the history of the electric toothbrush on electrictoothbrush.com, the first Usable electric toothbrush was invented in 1954 by a doctor. Okay. It was manufactured in Switzerland. It's about $100. Connecting to a standard wall outlet, the brush runs on live voltage, something that would be considered dangerous by many today. The original intention for the electronic toothbrush was to use by patients with limited motor skills and for orthodontic patients, such as those wearing braces. But in an era where modern advances were improving lifestyles, there was a place for the electric toothbrush. 
This person's like really. Yeah. That's half the article is them, and they're like, are they trying to prove something to their editor? I don't know. Like, look at this research. Paul, did you see all this research I did on the electric toothbrush? I really feel like I punched up the story a notch. Yeah. Look at how many words. Well, they probably had to fill so many words for the story. Oh, that's true. All right. Well, it is unclear when she threw the electric toothbrush that we all know the history of now. If it had toothpaste on it, Santiago was arrested on charges of battery domestic violence, battery on a law enforcement officer, and resisting arrest with violence. 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 I do have one story. But now we all learned that the electric toothbrush invented in 1954. Yeah. I don't like electric toothbrushes. They make my mouth feel weird. Uh, they they clean well. Yeah, but I don't like it. I don't like the I don't like the feeling of it. You don't it. like the feel of a clean mouth. That's the creepiest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I forgot about my new favorite sounder to go with some of these stories, too. I have to get that pulled up. I'll, oh, okay. I'll work on that. All right. Thanks. Why don't you do it in real time while I'm trying to do my just segment? Try to, and then, of course, it just... That would be awesome. All right. Can I just finish my segment? Yes. All right. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize that this was... Where I used to live. Where? That this happened no, not in Bremerton. On Whidbey Island. Oh, my God! Was, was it worth really it? really long callback from it? earlier this week. Yeah. It was so worth it. Gold. All right. So this is making national news, and it comes to us to our sister of the north. From the north. North sister. Officials at a Washington State Navy base have confirmed... That one of their aircraft was indeed behind a drawing of male genitalia <laughs> spotted over a residential area. Uh, so residents in Omak, Washington, where the image was clearly visible in the sky, snapped pictures yesterday where an, uh, a naval aircraft drew a penis and testicles in the sky using its contrails from the smoke that it was basically emitting from the back of the aircraft. It's not smoke. The whatever. The chemtrails. Not things that are either. the things that are bo- are poisoning us. You had it right, contrails. <sighs> it's the smoke. Yes, the smoke. That's. Are, are you getting ready? You're distracting me. Don't play that again. So how am I distracting you? Because I can see that you're fiddling around with matter? your knobs. Fiddle with your own knobs. Because you're supposed to be listening to story. my story. Somebody's getting a little bit. Me because I just spent ten minutes waiting for you to play the screaming. <laughs> I knew it. All right. Can you stop taking away from my story, please? This is I'm not taking away from today. your story. All right. So residents were <laughs> branded the obscene drawing. Or excuse me. some. Let's see. So they were upset about the obscene drawing and a plain, uh, complained about it being plastered across the sky when children could also look up at the sky and see the smoke penis and genitals. <laughs> well, the airspace where the drawing appeared is part of the Okanagan... Military operating area, restricted airspace often used by military pilots for training purposes. Naval Air Station Whidbey Island officials released a statement confirming that indeed a Navy aircraft was to blame for the drawing. Drawing. (laughs) You can't even make Stuart Smalley. uh, Or Simon. Never mind. I'll let you work that one out. Well, you know, my name is Simon and I like to do drawings. The statement reads, 
The Navy holds its air crew to the highest standards, and we find this absolutely unacceptable of zero training value, and we are holding the crew accountable. Well, the FAA, or the Federal Aviation Administration, says it is not investigating the incident as it does not appear the act posted any safety risks. An FAA representative said the agency cannot police morality. How's a kid going to know if it's a dong? They don't know the difference. It's just pervy adults are like, yeah. oh, 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 that's a dong. That's an oh air dong. Oh, my God! <laughs> I think that was live audio from the woman saw the dong in the sky. There you go, my I'm friends. I'm just imagining that, that woman, though, getting so upset. Drowning Greg out. That's your world of crazy. Like, who wouldn't just laugh and just, like, mm. brush it off? It's very, it's, it's oh, very concerning. Oh, oh. It's very concerning. Oh, my God! Greg, that is just jarring. Can you stop <laughs> playing that? I don't think it's as funny as you think it is. I know, but I'm having so much fun with it. It's the woman yelling when she saw the streaker at the Buffalo Bills game. That's what that's from. Speaking of the Buffalo Bills, sir, I think it's time for a little bit of ball talk because I need to make some predicciones. That's Spanish. Predicciones. Just I'm Greg do Nibbler. It. Do it. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, we're going to go straight to the uh, main to the main thing. To the main event? To the main event. You're welcome. The big deal that everybody's talking about, and that is this. You've probably seen it all over the world in sports papers. It is this. People are waiting to hear Greg Nibbler's predictions on this week oh. for college football. So I will say this right now. I am above 50%. I am more correct than I am mildly incorrect. That's so, what you're bragging about? Uh, yeah. Gotta take what you can get. So here's what's gonna happen. Since I spend hours upon hours upon hours every week studying college football and studying these games, the ins and outs of what's gonna happen so that I can make my accurate predictions. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna predict one game. Sarah, you hit me with another one. Hit me with it. Okay. And I'll let the uh, live listeners at funemploymentradio.com slash live, you can also pick one. Oh, Courtney may have already done it. May have jumped to it, jumped the gun right there. And then, of course, you can go to Vegas, place your bets, send a tithing to Fun Employment Radio. First up, Sarah! Stop saying my name, please. How will you know who I'm talking to? Let's do this. Let's go for one of the big the big games. The biggins, as they say. Wait, is WSU not playing this weekend? They might have a bye. So, yeah. we're going to do this. Oklahoma State, the Cowboys! In the Big 12. Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Playing the Kansas State Wildcats. That's another Wildcat team. There's a lot of Wildcat teams. Raheem and Hanna are over the moon about your uh, background music. For they Ball love Talk. it. They, they love it so much. love it. We'll send you a link to it, and uh, that way we'll isolate it just for you. Mm. Oklahoma State Cowboys versus the Kansas <laughs> State Wildcats. The winner of that game, sir. Well, giddy up! It's cowboy time! Oklahoma State Cowboys winning at Boone Pickin Stadium in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Wait, are you talking about Oklahoma State? Oh, okay, Oklahoma State. There Versus you go. Kansas State. 
What is that? Oklahoma number four? Oklahoma State. Well, they're also playing. Uh, University of Oklahoma is also playing Kansas. No. Oklahoma State is playing Kansas State. Oklahoma is playing Kansas. All right. I was going to say that's so very unfair. So there's Washington and Washington State. There's Oregon, so Oregon State. I was going to say, if you're picking states, Oklahoma versus Kansas, uh, Oklahoma's 9-1 and one and Kansas is 1-9. and nine. A lot of other states follow the same logic with their schools. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're just really firing on all cylinders, aren't you? Sarah? What? Are, I I'm was waiting, waiting for, for you. you. You're, it's your segment. All right, fine. I'll go to Courtney's. UNLV versus New Mexico. UNLV running rebels. Oh, Jesus. Versus uh, the uh, New Mexico Lobos. You know what Lobos is? No. It's fancy talk for wolves. It's Spanish for wolves. Stop saying fancy talk. <laughs> New you know, Mexico it's just a different Lobos language for wolves. Versus <laughs> the UNLV running rebels. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's pretty clear who I'm going to root for on this one because I keep on saying it. I want to go to Albuquerque really bad for some reason. I just want to go there. And even though University of New Mexico, I don't believe is even in Albu- Albuquerque, I'm rooting for, Albu- for, for them. New Mexico, they're going to win. The Lobos. All right, is it my All right, hit now? me one. Hit me. Hit me. All right, I want to do Kentucky versus Georgia. Kentucky versus Georgia. All right. The Georgia Bulldogs versus oh, Kentucky. Jesus Guess Lord. what the Kentucky's, Kentucky's mascot is? Chickens. Nope. Turkeys. Wildcats. Another uh, Wildcat team. Kentucky Wildcats versus the Georgia Bulldogs. I hope Kentucky's ready to eat some peaches because Georgia's going to win this game. Georgia Bulldogs will win. There we go. That's my three predictions. There it is. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk, sir. Oh, but I did hear uh, somebody did request a song that was played earlier in this week that uh, I thought maybe. Was it like a fan song? Oh. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I'll feel so good in here right now. The silky. The smooth. All the ladies in the room right now gather around. Want you to get real close to your speakers. Cause you're about to go on a voyage. You're taking a journey. Destination, but a town. They call me the bottom man. I was spread all over you. Let me hold that booty, girl. So tight. We can melt together, girl. You are my strawberry chair. So sweet. Feeling I'm massaging, girl. Ew. Give you just a taste, baby. Don't ask about that other girl. Who's she? I can't believe it's not me. In your fantasy life, that's a country crowd. I'll just leave that much that right there. That's so creepy. <laughs> that's a little bit of better, man. If you are a live subscriber, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, go to the archives, and uh, you can... Listen to Butterman anytime you want to. It's being asked if will you be performing this at the Portland Podcast Festival. I don't know if that we're going to be able to work up a courage version of Butterman. Um, but, you know. But you never know. Based on the success, I'm just <laughs> saying, man, maybe we can make some more Butterman, Mr. Pancakes, a.k.a. Flapjack oh, okay. music. I mean, we still have to introduce Tea Time, a.k.a. Earl Grey, into the mix, too. So he's kind of the hype man. Do you, though? Yeah, he's, he's kind Do of a hype man. He's our hype man. Mm. 
When I look at Tristan, I, he is like <laughs> the least hypey person. Uh, I don't know who this Tristan person is. I'm talking about Tea Time, a.k.a. Oh, okay. Earl Grey. That's who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know we, I know we need reps. God, good God. You are – you have to use a bathroom, don't you? I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, so that's what it is. Sarah's giving me this furious anger, angrily, like, wrap it up thing. Um, but I do need to get going. All right. Thanks yeah, so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You have to get on the road. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all awesome. Uh, so, Butterman, um, again, available in the archives for people to go listen to it right there. And uh, you can check that out. And I, <laughs> thank we you. do have a birthday, right? We do have a birthday. And we need to say happy birthday to Shannon. Shannon. Yes, indeed. Shannon, we hope that you have a wonderful, lovely, exemplary birthday. Exemplary. Exemplary. I like that word. Exemplary I don't think I'm birthday. saying it right, but I hope that all of your wishes come true. Absolutely. In theory. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Oh, I can't believe that that voice is the same voice that sings Butterman. They call me the Butterman. All right. Um, <laughs> again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Pick up your tickets to the PDX Pod Festival. It would make us ever so happy. And it will make you happy, too, because it's going to be a fun, fun night. Gather some friends, lots of podcasts, all kinds of different things that you'll get to see. Everybody's doing, like, a 20-minute version of their show, so it's really going to be a fun night. We've uh, also ordered a limited edition Round of T-shirts. Limited edition T-shirts. Like very limited. So Will be available at the show. Mm-hmm. At the show only. At the show. Got to get to the show. Got, got to, to get, get the to job the done. Show. Got to get the job So done. get there to the show and, uh, and join us on December 2nd. Pick up your tickets now. PDXPodFestival.com. Um, yeah. Tune in to Digital Trends live at 2 p.m. Pacific today where I'll be on with Between the Streams, talking about Lord of the Rings television series that's going to happen. Ooh, really? Yeah. Huh. Amazon paid like a gajillion dollars for it. A gajillion dollars. Pretty much, that's what it is. And everybody have a great weekend. Yeah, have such a good time. Um, We're going to be at that chili thing tomorrow. We will be at <laughs> the chili, at the fucking chili jamboree tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you're going to be down there at the chili jamboree, you might see us at the Landmark Saloon. Eating chili. And judging. I'm so excited to eat chili. I'm kind of excited too. The fucking chili jamboree, dude. Um, so come <laughs> on down. Yeah, you can see us there. And uh, we will be back next week for a round of shows before the Thanksgiving break. Yes, we'll do be doing three shows next week. Yes, uh, one earlier on Wednesday, so I can get on the road. Cool. It's the worst travel day of the year. May have to figure something out for Wednesday. May not be a show on Wednesday. Okay. May do a best of on Wednesday. Okay. Um, so, anyway, we'll be back next week on Monday and Tuesday for Regardless, sure. we'll be there Monday and Tuesday. All right. Well, I want to say thank you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for getting your tickets. Yep. We're really excited, and we hope that you want to come and spend time with us, and we can't wait. Ah. Yeah. All right. All right, well, there's 20 seconds left. I know. You keep, you keep giving me more seconds to fill. No, I didn't. This was I did not even extend it okay. once. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You are all fantastic, wonderful people. We will talk to you next week with more Fun Employment Radio. Doug, come. Bye, friends. Bye. Get up, Dale. Bolts and hoes. Get off the stage, you dicks. Ha!